Hello everybody, it's Monday and it is my weekly top 5 segment right here on the Blitz Morning Show. My name is Toby Brindle and I do have to say howdly doodly. If you're new to the show, basically I have top 5 topics and I tell you my choices of top 5. Thank you for finding us for the very first time or if you're an OG listener, thanks for staying with me and helping me grow. Well, so far this week has been quite interesting. The government has shut down our schools here in Saskatchewan because of the virus. And people are losing their minds. As we speak of today, March 16th, we only have six confirmed cases here in the province. And they're already taking precautions. It's been interesting. More to come. All right, before I get into the show, I think I have found my next energy drink that I would like to talk about this next Friday. It's actually really good. But before I do that, you got to check out last week's episodes of Top 5 as well as my review on an energy drink which I released on Friday. So every Monday is top five. Every Friday is energies. So let's just say screw it. And let's get on with the show. All right. Top five. Top five. Top five. All right. This week, it was a requested episode, actually. Kim from QC Indie wanted me to do a show. And I said, sure, why not? So I said, what do you have? And all of a sudden I see the three dots and he goes, do my five favorite movie soundtracks. It's like, deal. Absolute deal. For the longest time, I had one, two, three of them. For sure, for sure. But the four and five were a little bit harder to pick. Because I really didn't pay attention to the soundtracks as much as the three of these. Like the three of these top ones that I picked first of all they're the ones that I've actually owned or and listened to still. There's one particular soundtrack that is absolutely amazing and has a story to it that you need to go check out. Alright. First up. Night at the Roxbury. It has to be. One of the most memorable. 90's. Soundtracks you ever can get. And when I mean that. I mean that. It has songs. Oh shoot. That. As soon as it starts playing, first thing that pops into your head is Night at the Roxbury. Just for the simple fact you have What is Love by Hathaway. Oh, absolute killer banger. As well as Be My Lover by LaBouche. Come on, this is like absolute 90s music here, guys. 
Beautiful Life of Ace and Base. Oh, where did you go? By No Mercy. Despite it being a 90s flick, with all these 90s music, it's just absolutely banger after banger. Careless Whisper by Temya. Oh, Faith No More. Oh, do you think I'm sexy by Rod Stewart? And the one thing that I really absolutely love about this soundtrack is that there's so many of these songs on the soundtrack that were actually in the movie and I find that when it comes to soundtracks and movies the movie songs within the actual movie almost 60% of the time never make it on the actual soundtrack but with these songs what is love? Do you think I'm sexy? Beautiful life. Where'd you go? They were all in the movie, which adds a little bit of excitement where you're listening to the actual album. The song comes on and you know exactly what part of the movie it comes from, which that to me is how you freaking market a movie where you, there's times where You'll go into a, a movie, you'll watch it, soundtrack comes on, and the soundtrack has absolutely nothing to do with the movie. It's what the people think you should listen to. Like, it's absolutely crap, and I hate it with a passion. Some of these other titles that I do have on my list suit where is kind of like if it's in the movie it's on the soundtrack or the soundtrack is better than what is on the movie the next soundtrack that I have on board on my list has a very interesting twist when it comes to the movie itself Sunset Park this has such an absolute um, killer lineup that it actually charted on Billboard 200 and topped out on the top R&B hip-hop albums back in 1996. So the Billboard 200, it got all the way up to number four on that chart as well as the top R&B hip-hop album number one that's pretty damn good for an album but in 1996 the list of artists were popular at the time and absolutely booming alright where is my list where is my list here it is like for example Tupac, Ghostface Killer, The Dog Pound, Mob Deep, Alea, Queen Latifah, 69 Boys and the Quad City DJs, Onyx. Like, how can you go wrong with some of those songs? Hide Till I Die, Motherless Child, Just Doggin', Back At Ya, 
things changed. Like, these songs make the movie. And it also has one of those feels of... How would you say it? Um, It suits it. Like, Sunset Park, it has kind of like the dingy, ghetto kind of feel to it. Where you're not expecting bright colors. It's yellow. It's black. Sometimes a little bit of orange. Where the soundtrack, it has that lot slower, more darker, grimy flavor. Totally suits it 100%. Like, there's just no doubt about it. This soundtrack is killer. And even ranking as high as it did on the charts, you can't go wrong. But one of the kicker stories that I heard is I was listening to a podcast that was interviewing my most favorite rap group of all time, Onyx. And I guess there was a huge movie release done when this movie came out. Because, of course, Tupac was in it. Tupac, Def Jam. No, not Def Jam. Wrong company. Death Row Records. Right? So you had Tupac. You have Suge Knight. You had on uh, Death Row. Then you have... Federal star who was actually shorty in the movie Sunset Park where of course at the time they were still getting off of their hits back the F up I'm sorry but I'm not a swear on this show so they're doing that they released All We Got Is Us album one of the best rap albums if you don't have this particular rap album you need to go out there and get it it's just unbelievable. It is one of the best. Just seriously, one of the best albums ever created. It's so underappreciated, too. Like, it is just it's stupid. All right. Anyway, back to my story. So, Fredero said they were all at opening night. They were having a party. Uh, he's seen Tupac. Shug Knight came up to him and said, Hey, how about this? We know you're a part of Onyx, but we love what you do as an actor, as a rapper. Why don't you come over to Def Jam? God damn it, wrong company. Head over to uh, Death Row and sign with us. Forget Onyx, forgot Def Jam, come to us. And of course, at the time, Fredero said that he was thinking about it, but he realized who he was and where he came from and said, you know, I can't do it. I'm staying with Def Jam, with Onyx. Jam Master J, you know, heart, whatever. So that's what he did. He actually stayed with Def Jam instead of heading over to Death Row Records. Then a little bit later, guess who gets shot? Tupac. I want to thank Fredero's move to stay with where he was. 
might have saved his life or actually saved his career just because of what has happened with Death Row Records. If I could find that interview, you need to listen to it. Like, with Fredero explaining all this and realizing there was a time where he was offered to go to another record company, my favorite band might have jumped ship or just might have canceled in, in total. Like, Fredro, thank you for staying. It's well worth it. All right, you guys. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a little bit of break and then come back. I'm going to have a little bit of commercial. It's something that I used to do before, but I decided not to for the longest time. Just, you know, have a long show. But, you know, it is what it is. And also, the one thing that I did notice, it's a little weird. People can do top 10 episodes on YouTube in like 10, 15 minutes, where me, personally, I can't even do a top 5 in 10 to 15 minutes. I have to go for like a freaking half an hour. I don't know if it's just me liking to listen to my voice as it glistens in the airwaves or if I just blabber too much and add useless crap. I don't know. So I will catch you on the flip side of this quick little commercial break. So I will see you right after this. You're listening to the Blitz Morning Show. All right. This show has been recorded by Cast App where I recorded, edited, and posted all under the same window. Try it at try, T-R-Y-C-A.S-T. I recommend if you don't have a studio and you'd like to travel like I do, the Cast app is one of the best apps you can do. You don't need expensive editing software. You don't need to fork over tons for... An RSS feed, it does it automatically. Your guests, you send out a link, they click on it, all they need is a microphone. You and them can record at the exact same time, as well as your guys' feeds for voice are separated. So if one person's talking louder, you can lower it, and if one person's too low, you can increase it. It is a great deal for a great price. Click on the show options for a link, which will take you straight there. All right. I seriously need to practice on my commercials. Anyway, my name is Toby Brindle. You're listening to the Blitz Morning Show's Top 5. All right. Let's see where we are. We got through the Night of the Roxbury as well as Sunset Park. Let's go. With the next one on the list of greatness with the movie How High. Yes, I know I picked one of the top five favorite movies with this particular movie. How can you go wrong? It's just like Sunset Park. The soundtrack goes with the movie. And also, the movie itself actually has a bunch of these songs playing in the background. Sadly, there was 
two songs that were not added onto the soundtrack, but trying to fit them on the soundtrack, it wouldn't work because of how uh, they sounded. Slam Bionics. Onyx! Different kind of tempo, different kind of tone, and it would have never worked properly on the actual soundtrack, so I understand why they never never left them off. As well as Ramstein Duhost. It would have never worked. It worked in the movie, especially at the uh, time. But the soundtrack, it would have been like a six foot seven basketball player playing with a bunch of ten year olds. It would have been out of place and it would have never worked. This here as well. Exact same thing when I said it has a huge amount of artists at the time that was popular like Red Man, Method Man, Cypress Hill. Hmm, a lot of Red Man, Method Man. I wonder. The <laughs> Limp Biscuit, DMX, Ludacris, more Red Man, more Method Man, Mary J. Blige. So it's just, it has a lot of songs when it comes to the same kind of taste the genre like when you pick red everything right around it goes well with it and that's how this is it works just absolutely insane with it being on the charts in 2001 it it did really really good for example in 2001, it peaked at number 38 on the U.S. Billboard Top 200. Number 6 on the U.S. Top R&B, Rap, Hip Hop Album Board. And number 2 on the U.S. Top Soundtrack. I still listen it to this day. Like when I'm doing dishes, I will either have How High the Movie. Or the soundtrack going. Like the girlfriend, she just shakes her head every time she goes by. So I had to buy a pair of headphones so I can listen to it and jam while I do dishes. <laughs> she still thinks I'm weird for liking the music I do. She goes, it's just, it's unpredictable. It's like, meh, whatever. It is what it is because it is what it is. <laughs> I have no idea where it comes with. Ah. All right. Number four. A movie that was kind of pointless, but the soundtrack was massively, massively beautiful. And it had one of my most favorite uh, songs of all time Judgment Night the soundtrack it was a horrible ass movie but the soundtrack itself was insane it's not like some of the other soundtracks out there like you know Red Man Meth Man they do that 
Redman had a little bit of twist with Limbiscuit when they did the rock or that one song. I just had it up on the screen. I just looked at it and together now. <laughs> oh, I'm getting too old for this crap. But with this particular album, it was got to be one of the most unique mashups of all time. My favorite song, which got me into that particular style, was when Onyx teamed up with Biohazard and did two songs. Slam, a heavy metal version, as well as Judgment Night. It It's unbelievable. When I heard that, I almost had an orgasm. It was that beautiful. It was like an angel singing. Yes, I just compared Onyx and Biohazard to an angel. But it's just, it's that damn good. This whole album is good. Helmet, House of Pain did a cover. Or not a cover, but did a song. Teenage Fan Club and De La Soul. Like, seriously? Living Color and Run DMC. What? Slayer and Ice-T. Okay, you gotta be joking, right? Nope. Faith Nope More and Booyah Tribe. Sonic Youth and Cypress Hill. <laughs> Sonic Youth. Oh. Mud Honey and Sir Mix-A-Lot. I'm telling you the truth. These are the sum of the songs on this album. Pearl Jam and Cypress Hill. Dinosaur Jr. And Del the Funky Hippo... Hmm. Like, seriously, you have to go check this out. Because it is... There's so many Kleenex. An absolute killer. Like, you listen to it, you'll enjoy it. If you don't have it on your list, why the hell not? Do I have to come over there and kick in the butt? This soundtrack is just mind-boggling. Alright, okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. Do whatever you want. Alright, finally, the last songs on my list. Well, not the last song, but the last movie with their wonderful soundtrack is Dumber and Dumber. I, when it came to soundtracks, I tried my hardest, absolutely hardest, just because I wanted to make sure it was a top five. I went through so much trying to think of movies that I've watched and soundtracks that I liked. Uh, nope, that's not it. There we go. And the only one that popped into my head after hours and hours of thinking on the toilet, in the tub, eating, Facebook, was Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber was an iconic movie. And there's some songs that came out of this uh, soundtrack that was absolutely iconic as well. New Age, 
Girl by Dead Eye Dick. The Ballad of Peter Pumpkinhead by Crash Test Dummies. Uh, where is it? Hurdy Gurdy Man by Butthole Surfers. Surfers. The Bear Song by Green Jelly. And even Get Ready by The Proclaimers. Those songs are iconic in their own way. But when you have them with a hit like Dumb and Dumber, it may not go together, but god damn, it goes together. Alright, so that's it. It's not what I expected. I did so much work on this show for this episode because of the greatness. But for some odd, dumb reason, it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. Oh well. You know, there's always next week. So what I want you guys to do is send me a top five list. Let me do it up. So you can send the list to me at theblitzmorningshow at gmail.com as well as on Twitter at theblitzmorning. And let's get her done. Well, you guys, thanks for listening. My mouth is not working. I don't know why. Oh, popcorn gives me diarrhea. Um, thanks for listening. That's right. You can get me on Twitter. Uh, or you can get me on gmail and for some odd reason our website has not gone down so i'm gonna try updating it more and having a little bit more fun with it until it goes down then i'm gonna say hey guys can you help me out here (laughs) all right well the website also is theblitzmorning.com but until the meantime you guys thank you for tuning into the blitz morning show make sure you try uh, go check out T-R-Y-C-A dot S-T for all your recording, editing and posting needs for a nice low cost. There's different plans for different sizes. Go check them out. There'll be a link in the show notes. Just click on it. We'll take you there and we can grow. Make it better. Right here on the Blitz Morning Show. I thank you for tuning in. Bye guys. Love you.